We're Jill and Jenna, sisters who believe that gut health is the baseline required to live your best life. But health is way more than that. So we've made it our mission to take a deep dive into gut health, mental health, fitness, nutrition, and more. Interviewing experts, having real conversations, all while making sure all of the information is digestible. Welcome Welcome to to our our Gut Talk. Talk. This episode is sponsored by Zbiotics. Zbiotics is a pre-alcohol probiotic and it's the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that is to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. It is designed to work like your liver, but in your gut where you need it most. This is exactly what Jill and I do. We use Zbiotics as our first drink of the night or the day. Here at first, it is a game changer for us the next morning. And it helps me so much mentally, so I'm not focused on not feeling good from the drinks. So savor the moment, let Zbiotics do the rest. Go to zbiotics.com slash GTG to get 15% off your first order when you use GTG at checkout. Zbiotics is backed by a 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they will refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, go to zbiotics.com slash GTG for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode. This next episode sponsor is Element Electrolytes. Let me tell you a little bit about hydration. To properly hydrate, you want to include water with electrolytes. So when you sweat, you are losing water and sodium. Both of these need to be replaced to prevent headaches, muscle cramps, energy dips, confusion, and more. Element, spelled L-M-N-T, is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means a science-backed electrolyte ratio with none of the junk. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients. No gluten, no fillers, no BS, and you know the Gut Talk girls love it. Jill and I have some new favorite flavors these days. You know ours ours used to be watermelon and raspberry, but now Jill's favorite is orange, and mine is becoming citrus really quick. Can I also add that they make you want to drink your water? So if you're someone like me who constantly says you need to drink more water and you don't just want to go and drink plain water, which you shouldn't be, this might be right up your alley. Of course, we have a deal for the Gut Talk community. You can go to drinklmnt.com slash guttalkgirls to get a free Element sample pack when you make any purchase through our link. The Element sample pack includes one packet of every flavor. This is perfect for anyone who is interested in trying all of the flavors or if you want to introduce a friend to Element. So try it out and let us know what you think. We put the link in the show notes. And we're in a little bit of a chaotic situation here. Mm-hmm. Do Curtis Paw, or so we thought. Turns out it's just allergies. <laughs> and so he hadn't been, he hasn't exercised in a few days. So we've got a rowdy doodle in the room with us. That's okay. We also have a bachelor or bachelorette party next door. We have an Airbnb next door yeah. to us with a pool. And these people on the weekends get absolutely rowdy. Like I'm sitting here trying to focus on my work and supply for the Gut Talk fam. Right. And all of a sudden I hear, if you're going there, you're on that team. And if you get this, you're on this team. And I'm like, it's literally like I get it's a Friday in the summer, but it's 12 o'clock. If you're renting an Airbnb, please be aware of your neighbors that have to deal Seriously. with this every single week. Wake me up at 3 a.m. 
it's it's absurd. I'm so glad you're on that side of the house and yeah, not me. Yeah, screw that. That's when I just turn on my voice or my sound machine. It does weird me out that you don't sleep with one. I don't know how people sleep in stillness. Because how bizarre is it to hear this sound that takes out any bit of noise? Like, I feel like it makes me mute in this bizarre way. Yeah, no, I don't I don't feel that way. Gut Talk fam hasn't heard from us for a while. And I know, I'm sorry, guys. This is, consider this our apology. Well, that's not really what I was going to say. You can, oh. sure, that's fine. But what I wanted to say, you know, I think you're right. You do deserve, you do owe us an apology. I do. For gallivanting around Europe. I literally escaped to Europe for almost three weeks. In the hottest part of the summer. In the hottest part of the summer. It was incredible. I went to Greece. I went to the Netherlands. I went to Belgium for a second. And then I went to Spain. I did all of that. And it was in a magical trip. I always love going to Europe. And I'm very grateful for that experience. Incredible. While you were in Europe, I was at the ENT. The ear, nose, throat doctor. Mm-hmm. Because I am sick and tired of not being able to breathe through my nose. It affects my meditation. It affects me not wanting to be a mouth breather when I sleep. Well, take a step back. And we were on a boat with our friends. And we people were talking about it. And one guy had gotten... Is that, isn't that what started you thinking about it? Yeah, I was the one that brought it up on the boat, but I was okay. saying that I was pretty sure I had a deviated septum, and then this guy was like, oh my gosh, I had one, I got it fixed, it changed my life, and I was like, cool. So I went to his exact ENT, and the first question, so they numb your mouth and your nose, so they stick a literal scope up your nose, but you don't feel it. It's a weird feeling, but it, oh, it was fine. Weird. yeah. Well, it wasn't a weird feeling because you don't feel anything, but it's just a weird concept to mm-hmm. grasp. And the first thing she said to me was, have you had blunt force trauma to your head? And I was like, what? No. Like I'm thinking like car accident. And then I was like, oh, in college, I did get trained by Navy SEALs as some sort of like mental toughness situation. And long story short, took a 20 pound med ball to the face. And she basically said that like. That makes me weak. Like, well, imagine having it happen to you. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't slam a med ball for years. I just started Mm. about a year ago. And I still have trust issues. They told me it was one of the ones that didn't bounce. And I was like, that's weird. I'm not kidding. That literally makes me weak. Just keep going. She said that my cartilage is split in multiple places. Okay. And so basically, no wonder I can't breathe. But there's also two other things they want to fix. So long story short, I get a second opinion this coming week. But I am so freaking excited. If the second opinion says that I need to go in for the more like intrusive surgery that will kind of suck because right now to just get your deviated septums fixed if you get it done on like a Thursday she said I could be working out by Monday oh wow so it's like a very easy recovery but the if I had to get a rhinoplasty then it would actually be like legitimate surgery right so fingers crossed I don't have to do that but I either way did the first person say you did or is this where she isn't a plastic surgeon so she couldn't tell me this this new guy is gonna be able to tell me because I do have such a skinny nose she's not sure how much the skinniness of my nose affects me not being able to breathe versus how much of it is truly just from the med ball got it So that's another thing. She also said that uh, this, I think, is just a cool fact for everyone. You can break your nose without having your eyes get black eyes. She thinks I've broken my nose at least three times, which I've taken so many softballs to the face. 
But so that's your thing. If you feel like you have a broken nose, but you don't have black eyes, you could still have one and go get it checked out because deviated septums are, they suck. And Jill, literally, like if you're sitting right next to Jill and it's quiet, you can hear her breathing. Leave me alone. And that, and like Jill got very jealous when I was doing mouth taping and in my mouth taping era that she couldn't do it because she would literally suffocate if she put mouth tape while she was sleeping. If I could sleep through if I could sleep and breathe through my nose I would never ever take that I would never take that for granted and you take it for granted that's why I got upset okay but hear me out you know when they say like once this happens it's over for you bitches I feel like that's the way you're gonna act once you get your little nose job one billion percent well that's my biggest update to be honest with you I bought a grill you Okay, Jill's like trying to pretend like she's in her grill era. She bought a grill on Amazon and hasn't put it together a month later. Well. If that's not your personality, I don't know what is. I'll tell you what. You know why I haven't? What? Because it's 102 yeah, degrees outside. it's ridiculous. When the heck am I going to grill? If anybody wonders if we're okay, we're not. No, we're not. I was thinking about it. I was Even, and, okay, sorry. No, go ahead. Even the fact that I escaped and I came back, it feels like I like never left it. Like, because it's so hot. Because it's so hot. It's I, I mean, I, I was so happy to be out of that heat. But coming back, it wasn't even that I got this break because it just came back to the exact same temperature. It never dropped. You know what's wild? What? I was in my hot yoga class today and mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, I'm pretty sure it's hotter outside. I, no, I, I think it is. <laughs> I think... I, I should check on that. I think the hot yoga rooms are like 92 degrees and right. Yeah, that sounds about right. And it's 102 outside. Yeah. So yeah. (laughs) By a lot. Math. (laughs) Right. By a lot. Yep. I, that's my master's degree at use right there. Yep. Woo. Woo Woohoo. Okay. I think we have a really good episode planned. So speaking of master's degrees. We are doing a back to school Get Your Health Together podcast. And I think this can be applicable. We're going to speak to people that are in college. Mm-hmm. Send it to your friend, your cousin, your nephew, your niece, whatever. Whoever's starting class around this time. But, but I think it's really applicable also when you're in your 20s and your 30s. I think there's lots to be learned even if you're not in college. Mm-hmm. And if not... There are some funny stories about things that Jenna and I did in college that I think will just be amusing. So let's kick it off, Jenna. Okay, so Jill and my health and stomach and gut issues really took plummeted. Plummeted, if you will. What's the opposite of peaked? Yes. Pitted. When we were in college. My experience was that I just really wasn't taking care of myself. I was very stressed and I had gut issues before I started college. So it almost was like, I, you know, I did well Freshman, sophomore year, I was doing fine. Junior year, I felt it more. I felt a lot more of the anxiety. I also studied abroad, so I was doing well until I got back from abroad. And then senior year after senior year, I was like, oh my gosh, what I just put my body through is something that it really didn't appreciate. And that's when the plummet really came to me. A puffy princess. If you will. I I always was puffy in college too, if you think about it. Like my body did not detox and... Were you working out in college? Oh yeah. Okay. I was one of those, like, I felt like I was fit, but other parts of my body wasn't. So like I was kind of bloated and I also like if you look back on pictures of my face then versus now you're like I have the alcohol puff face always so also my I also gained the freshman 15 
Which yeah. is okay. I mean, like, I get... I was eating quesadillas and drinking all the time and we were having drunk food. Like, that's that's college. Like, I want people to be able to have that experience, too. But I think there's ways that I wish I could have supported myself, but I wasn't even thinking about that back then. And also, mind you, Jenna had a normal college experience, yes. was in a sorority, went to Virginia Tech. I, on the other hand, was playing softball at UNC Chapel Hill and my stomach was a mess from day one. Disaster. And it only got worse. What started out as probably bad gut health turned into the shit show. <laughs> no fun intended. Of the 21st century. Yeah. So I think it would be kind of funny. Like, I don't know if you have any stories that stand out to you in college about things that you thought you were doing to improve your health oh or that were God. healthy that were actually so terrible. But I have a few. Okay, just kick it off. Okay, I'm just going to rattle down the list because these make me giggle. Okay. Every morning when I woke up, I thought I needed to eat immediately. <laughs> so I ate a kind bar. <laughs> Sugar Central. There was just, I think there's like two grams of protein. There was like. Chilling college literally makes me so weak because you were just like, <laughs> I don't even know what you were doing. Who up. taught you these no things? One. In fact, I didn't have one. I had two. Oh bars. my God. And then also. Mind you though, like you have to think of the perspective of a student athlete. Jill didn't have time like I did. I, well, I didn't have time. And also it was 2013 through 2017 slash 18. Right. But so it wasn't like we had social media as yeah, this like huge Instagram resource. Instagram influencers, people like ourselves was not a thing. No. Hence why we created this. I obviously. didn't. I don't think I followed a single influencer in college. Maybe. I don't think I did. Maybe my master's at Duke, but definitely not undergrad. I so, watched like random girlies on YouTube sometimes. Yeah. Like I think my friend, I think Pinterest was really the place that I got like health ideas if I did. Mm-hmm. So the kind bars are one. Uh-huh. Two is they had us drinking Gatorade shakes. Gosh. I'm pretty sure they're a thousand calories. I had no business consuming a thousand calories at a time. <laughs> because as much as we worked out, mm-hmm. we were lifting so heavy. I back squatted 250 That's in college. Absurd. I deadlifted th- deadlifted 315. That's insane. And I was just bulk, bulk, bulk. Mm-hmm. The freshman 15, I don't even know how to categorize it because I built so much muscle. Right. But I also gained fat. So, like, I look back at pictures of me and I'm like, bless my literal heart. Right. You were doing your best. Well, there's two other things that I thought were actually healthy. That's just mind-blowing. I think I know one that you're going to say. Chocolate milk. tasted like the most rich pure uh-huh. thick i can like taste it right now same and i gosh I'm one crying. time not until my, my makeup all over my face it is okay just ignore. that was a junior year thing but i started gaining weight but i was eating really healthy and my weight seesawed when mm-hmm. we were running a ton i lost a ton of weight and then we would stop running because we'd be in season and then i'd be it just like it was a mess but mm-hmm. i remember one time mom was in town and I'm like mom I'm gaining weight all my clothes are tight I don't know why 
and as I'm pouring myself a literal <laughs> glass of chocolate, like, my mom's like, you should really think of chocolate milk as a dessert. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? And she's like, Jill, like, do you know how many, I, I was consuming thousands of calories really? a week in chocolate milk. Oh, uh, yeah, because sure. milk was healthy. Mm-hmm. So what's chocolate milk? Mm-hmm. No, it's a milkshake is what it was. Yeah. Can you guess my last thing that I really thought was like not a big deal slash healthy? Like something about a big potato and steak <laughs> dish. Am I right? A spud. A from spud. Um, oh, yeah. How could I forget? A oh McAllister's God. loaded spud. I'm like a potato loaded with chicken uh-huh. protein. Doesn't count all the cheese, the large sweet tea. Sour cream. Sour cream. Yeah. That I also consumed. And let me tell it you. It was just overload. Like It, it was because I was always moving, but mm-hmm. I wasn't burning calories. Like it was so much just like activity, mm-hmm. but not the kind that actually makes you burn calories. Well, what didn't help too is that your like team and your coaches and everyone, like they weren't also educating you guys, right? Like the meals that you were being served when you were going to games or when you had practices weren't that healthy either right yeah you know I don't talk a lot about my experience at UNC and maybe one day I will talk about it Mm -hmm. the coaching staff who I was coached under is no longer there so this Mm -hmm. isn't a reflection of the current program but there were some really uncalled for shitty things and one of the things that they did was if they weren't happy with us part of the punishment was food so we lost a double header one time at JMU really badly. And then, so this is like eight hours worth of softball because two hours of warm-ups, like right. two hour games, time in between. You get off the field and you're starving. And you know what they say? We're going to Wendy's. You can't Ugh. have any fried food and your limit is $5. That's That's like abuse. So think about what I did. I naturally got... Because then we had a four-hour bus ride home. Right. Two potatoes off the dollar menu and two things of chili off the dollar menu. And let God. me tell you, it spent it sent my IBS spiraling. Oh, I'm sure. So there was a lot of this like weird relationship with food. Like we were always eating subs and sandwiches, lots of carb-heavy, not protein-heavy foods, mm-hmm. drinking a ton of Gatorade, which mm. we posted about Gatorade today with all of the like dyes and fake ingredients and I think my body was just like craving crappy foods all the time because that's what I was feeding my body think about what we learned on our last podcast episode about how your gut microbiome craves the bacteria craves certain things right so anyway I didn't mean to get too right kind of just went down a rabbit hole but it's so funny to look back because I I the effort and the the intention I would say was there for me and I think for you too but I mean, I had fit Jenny from the block. Oh, at least at the end. Remind, remind, maybe some new gut talkers who fit Jenny is. That was my Instagram profile in, I believe it was my senior year. I may have had it my junior year of college. Like, 
I did like under like not fully understand health, but I was aware of it. And I was aware that food impacts how I feel based off of having issues and, and wanting to fix them. And Fit Jenny from the Block was really this place of me making healthy recipes and only having my friends watch it. And I loved it. And honestly, that's kind of what propelled us to create Gut Talk at the end of the day. Yeah, it was version one of Gut Talk for sure. Yeah. It just, we didn't, what you you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always say when you know better, you can do better. I think I could have known a lot better and done a lot better. But I think we both have different things like where I, where I could have improved the most in food. I feel like yours was probably more in like the alcohol realm. Yeah, the alcohol, the partying. I mean, by my senior year when I was drinking upwards of five days a week. Having a dang blast. Having a dang blast. I realized looking back, like, I probably should have done two to three, you know? Like, I'm not going to say I am I wasn't going to go and drink, but, but I could have also supported my body in other ways, and that's what we're going to talk more about. Yeah, let's jump into it, and then we can kind of just, like, free ball it at the end if there's anything that pops up. Okay, so I think one of the biggest factors that I think is so important to understand, and it's, it's figuring out really what works for you, and that really, really caused your Jill's gut issues was stress. I mean, you were so stressed out. You were so depleted at the end of the day. And your digestion takes a massive hit when you are overly stressed, especially being someone like yourself, a collegiate athlete who is going from academics to trying to have a social life that you couldn't even have to then doing your sport every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. Like there's no time for you to just take a deep breath. So in hindsight, Someone, I, if I would look, were to have known this, what I knew now, then I would have looked you in the face and said, you have to figure out how you can manage your stress a little better. And I think what I would have done was there was a yoga studio, mm-hmm. um, like in town. I think I would have asked mom and dad if I could get like a small membership. Yep. Yep. And during my downtime, I think I would have really focused on finding that time to instead when I was probably watching Netflix in my bed mm-hmm. made my way to a very low impact class and really worked on being mindful and like helping my nervous system exactly and connecting to your breath and also I'm sure colleges out there don't always have yoga studios in the town there's a ton of online platforms that are really affordable the one that I'm a member of right now is Melissa Wood mm-hmm. hers is ten dollars a month And I don't know if they have college discounts, but a lot of these types of programs do. Right. So I don't want affordability to be something that stops you, especially when you're in college. So there are other options. And a lot of, I think pretty much every college, at least some of the bigger ones, have gyms. And a lot of times they have classes too. So look into some sort of low impact, something where you can just let your mind take a break because college is so high stimulating. Exactly. That's not how to... High stress. No, like very stimulating. Yeah, overstimulating. I love that. And I think, okay, so one of the ticks, if we're doing a checklist, is, is scheduling in, even if it's 10 minutes a day, to just get off your phone, Stop thinking about your responsibilities and just be present with yourself. Maybe it is devoting 30 minutes to a yoga class to an hour if you can, or just a a meditation app. We're loving the Superhuman meditation app that we'll also can link in in the show notes, but just connecting back to yourself and staying consistent with it. Maybe it's not looking at Netflix at night and instead doing a quick 
meditation or breath work or find you have to or find both. what works for you or both because I don't want to take away the college portion of your life mm-hmm. and I think when you don't have tests coming up and when you've done all your homework binging Netflix yes, and those yes. types of things are literally a part of college I think if you can just add on to it so like it one thing that I think about all the time is like especially on my off days I would be so overwhelmed that I would get home from class and I would go burrow in my room and binge Grey's Anatomy for mm-hmm. six hours literally mm-hmm. I wish in the middle of that I would have gone outside and like put my feet in the grass for 10 minutes oh okay I love that like use nature to just take a break again like Everyone deserves the right to the college experience, mm-hmm. but I think the definition of the college experience is actually kind of unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like when you think about it, like oh, partying, staying in the library until 3 a.m., getting no sleep. Right. And no wonder we all feel it. depleted and have stomach issues. So like do those things, but just like mix in the health things. Okay. So one thing that I did do at least, I mean, I, I was pretty consistent with this. My, at least my last two years of college were... I would make myself a cup of tea every night, at least the nights that I wasn't out. And I would really use that like bedtime routine of just focusing on myself and having a cup of tea to sip on totally for doing digestive supporting teas, like maybe a ginger tea or a peppermint, turmeric, just finding that like sleepy time tea Mm -hmm. and just reset and relax a little bit. Maybe it's even putting on Netflix or maybe it's reading a book. I did that consistently like I can picture myself in my senior year bed right now with a cup of tea on my nightstand one thing that wasn't big when we were in college that I think now is pretty big on social media is journaling Mm -hmm. I would kill yeah kill to have an updated journal from my four years of college I think that I was severely depressed a lot Mm -hmm. of college if you were or are a student athlete then you know the absolute roller coaster ride that it can be but one I think perspective wise it would have helped me in the moment to have written down my feelings and just gotten them out there but then also too I think it allows you to like acknowledge where you are and figure out where you need to make changes and if you don't write it down you don't give yourself that opportunity to like reflect upon it yep I was in very much a survival mode and reactive and I wish I would have been a little bit more proactive I did end up seeing a therapist I kept it a secret from my team because therapy was not a thing then Mm -hmm. but I remember when I was seeing a therapist she told me that I should start journaling and I thought she was nuts interesting I really wish I would have done that though okay interesting I love that you can do all the college things (laughs) I scared you (laughs) You can do all the college things mm-hmm. and add in yes. these health things. And journaling doesn't take away from like partying or hanging out with friends or whatever it may be. Right. Okay, next, one of the best things that you can do, and again, understanding that it's not easy to get enough sleep, but sleep as much as you can. I definitely could have prioritized this a little bit more. Jill, you were saying like you're binging Netflix at night. Like maybe it's cutting off just one show and instead of like straining your eyes to stay awake, which you don't want to do, closing them and going to sleep and trying to get at least, if you can, seven hours of sleep, eight ideal. Sleep is so critical to your overall health. It will help your immune system. It will help your digestion, aka your microbiome. It's critical. And I understand that there's people that have to study late nights or whatever it is. Yeah, okay, do it. I mean, like, do what you need to do to get the grades or whatever you're trying to do that is requiring you to not 
get enough sleep. But if you can prioritize that, I literally can't recommend anything better. I will toot my horn because I was a sleepy queen in college. Mm -hmm. I feel like I did a very good job of making sure I got enough sleep. Part of it was like my body really required it, I think, because I was in such a stressed out state. Mm -hmm. But there's pictures probably floating in the cloud of me sleeping everywhere. everywhere. Anywhere. But like, think about why that is. Well, no, I mean, no, it was just like, anytime I felt the need to sleep, I did. Good. So like, if like, I, I probably got a minimum of six hours a night, which we had 6am wait. So mm-hmm. that's pretty darn good. Sometimes I would get more. And then also like in between classes and practice, I'd sleep for an hour or two. Good. And so take, like, right. Take yeah. naps. Like, like your naps body, are good for you. Your body oftentimes needs more than eight hours mm-hmm. when you're in college. So I think the biggest thing is, is like, don't look at naps as like weak or um, like something that like you shouldn't have to do. If your body needs sleep, sleep. Yep. Like, I love that. The reality is, is you're not going to go to bed at the same time every night in college. Mm-hmm. And I think that it would be unfair to like ask people to do so. And it would kind of suck. Like, there's so many fun things. I have so many fond memories of, like, Same. 11.30, going to get food with your friends at night. Like, all those ty- types of things that are part of the memories. I would just say, like, supplement your sleep where you can. Exactly. I love that. Like, I would – I'm not – I if I looked back on my college experience, I never said, like, I wish I – would have gotten more sleep in the times where I was, like, up with my roommates or up with some of my best friends. Like, no. So understand that. Maybe just, like, take a nap the next day if you can, if you stayed up late in those situations. Agreed. Next, hydration. Buy yourself a water bottle, like a Stanley cup or whatever. Fill that baby with some minerals. Maybe it's just a pinch of sea salt or Celtic salt or element and just make sure you're staying hydrated and consuming fluids throughout the day. I don't remember if I did or didn't, but it's something beneficial. We had hydration tests, so I know that I did. Okay. But I will say, and I don't know if, like, sue us, I guess. I don't know. We don't have a lawyer. Liquid IV, Yeah. I feel like, is the hydration of college students. It's full of sugar. I'm sorry. I don't care what other hydration tool you use Gatorade and liquid IV suck right I'm just gonna put it out there is it better than just drinking plain water actually I don't even really know squeeze a lemon so I think that liquid IV really does market to the college group yes and I'm here to say there's a hundred different options out there yeah we're sponsored by one but like you don't even have to drink that just don't drink liquid iv right and if you can even just do a pinch of celtic sea salt or redmond's real salt you can get both of them on amazon and just add a pinch or so in your water with some lemon like good amazing yeah all right moving on to nutrition One of the things that I would say is just at least prioritize your nutrition during the week, all right? So like three meals. I remember I used to go to the grocery store and get my meals. I understand that you, some people have to do dining food, which is fine. Like you have to go with what you can. But I literally would make weekly grocery trips with Nada and Julia and other people and we would get our groceries and we would cook for ourselves during the week. And if you can do that, It's such a good idea because the weekends, they're rogue. Like, especially if you're drinking. I have so many ideas too. So one is, I think that food is a big bonding experience in Mm -hmm. college. So freshman year, I think it's really hard, especially when you're living in dorms, 
So I would say like when you're living in the dorms, there's going to always be healthy options and it's just a matter of like picking them, which can always be hard. Yeah, like pick them 80% of the time. Exactly. But when you're able to cook when you live in like an apartment or a house, offer to cook meals for your friends or you guys cook together and then just split the cost Uh of the meal because then it becomes this bonding experience that creates a healthier way because you don't want to be left out. The other thing that I wish I would have done is a lot of times on weekends it'd be like okay we're all meeting at seven for dinner or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be I wish I would have thought to eat before and then just get like chips and salsa or just get an appetizer because I think for me a lot of times I would eat the restaurant food and feel like crap after because I didn't want to miss out on the experience of the restaurant but had I eaten like say like a protein like you know, like a thing of chicken or some ground turkey or whatever before, and then just got in like a side or something like that, then you still experience the experience while not fully like making your stomach wreak havoc. Yeah. If you want to, again, if you want to eat whatever it is that everyone else is eating, do it. Like there's nothing wrong with it. But if you want to prioritize your nutrition a little bit more, make sure you're consuming enough protein sources. So protein with each of your meals Add a little carb, add some fruit, veggies, whatever it is, and then some fat. So like avocado, quality oils, like olive oil. Just have a baseline nutrition 80% of the time and then 20% do whatever you want. Eat the meals late at night. Eat the going out to dinner with your friends. Like don't focus so, so hard on it to where you feel like you're creating this strict thing just be fluid with it but also if you can prioritize your nutrition this is going to depend on you know what your food sensitivities or not are it's going to depend on how you're doing do you feel fine and therefore you just want to maintain your health do you feel awful and maybe you do need to make it just is going to be a case-by-case situation agreed next how to properly consume alcohol so we're going to make a whole other situation on this but we've now had two experts come on and tell us what needs to be done if you're going to consume alcohol and there's I have some quick tips that I'm kind of just going to rattle out at you that Jill and I are starting to apply into our lives so one Consume a protein and fat before meal. We were told one of the best things you can do is like a salmon or a fish and an avocado before your meal and then add whatever carb on the side that you want. Two, drink water in between to slow down your alcohol consumption. That's just easy. You have a drink. Instead of getting another one immediately, have a glass of water in between. Three, never drink on an empty stomach. So literally prioritize that meal. Say it again. Never drink on an empty stomach. Say it again. Never drink on an empty stomach. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was kind of good. <laughs> Front load your drinking. So if you can drink more drinks at the beginning, and we're not saying to like get <laughs> wasted over here, but like if you, instead of drinking at like 1 a.m. to stop your drinking and just ride it out, if that's something you want to do, that's made cool. a That's made a massive difference in my life yes. because you sleep so much better this is not me, my opinion. This is science. Yeah. The less alcohol you have in your body, if you're going to sleep hammered, you're not really sleeping. Like you're not restoring your body. You're basically just like passed out kind of like this like unconscious lying situation. The Zach Abbott, the microbiologist, told us on the podcast that. Yeah. And the other thing about that is, is like girls think that they can drink more and they'll be skinnier. 
enough. Right. We're here to support our bodies. You can be a skinny queen or whatever word you want to use. Yeah. Fit queen by eating high quality foods and then drinking. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you. Another thing I wanted to mention, again, like I don't know if I'm dating myself or if this is still a thing, but I feel like when you're very young in college, you're, you don't know how to drink and therefore you your alcohol choices quite frankly are absurd i'm i'm calling myself out mm-hmm. i went through um what's the horrible vodka burnets burnets okay don't first- even like i <laughs> could tell a story that would you would all judge me for the rest of my life just know i'll never drink fruit punch burnets ever again it was a one and done the difference in price is probably $20 you're consuming such low quality alcohol. If right. you have the ability, just buy something a little bit more high quality. That way you're not consuming it with 5,000 grams of sugar because you're trying to drown well, out right. the flavor. What you're trying to say is stick to clear liquors a little bit. Like if you can do Tito's over a Burnett's Incredible or like a Kettle One over a Burnett's please do so and think about more of like a vodka soda with lemon and lime situation or maybe just like a splash of cranberry instead of like drinking a really heavy heavy sugar drink that tanks you and listen when you go to frat houses you don't have too many options and that becomes a whole nother situation that we're not equipped to chat about but what I will say is every frat I went to I told them that I was allergic to beer and let me tell you there's always non-beer options. They just don't tell you that. And I would say my doctor doesn't let me. I'm allergic. I have horrible reactions. I'd basically scare the frat boys right. into letting me drink something else. And I did not consume a single beer in college. Which Jill's not the norm. I a thousand percent did. In fact, I really loved the, were they called land sharks? I have no idea. I loved land sharks for some odd reason. I literally never drank a single okay, beer Okay, well, I did. And I li- I'll tell you right now, I came to the discovery that my – I used to drink them. Okay, I was fine. And then as the college time years went on, I would drink a beer at the end of the night as like that nightcap of uh, like never I can't of get vodka down my throat anymore. <laughs> and every single time I would have a beer, I the next morning I would have the – hangover runs oh yeah that's a fact it makes sense it's a fact it, it checks out so like wait, i was wait. aching that next day you had the hangover runs yeah for a long time in college i used to run home from the frats okay well those are two very different things <laughs> different, that's bizarre different, different types of runs i'm not yeah different types no, of runs i'm not even going wait, no wait, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no one wait. wants to hear no, 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 sorry no. I used to, and shout out to Danny because we both used to run home. I used to order pizza before leaving the frat, run home, which it's not safe today. This was a different time. And my goal was always to beat the pizza to the house. (laughs) I'm bothered. I'm not even answering that. Okay. So properly consume alcohol. You guys all know, if you listen, we love Z-Biotics. And Z-Biotics is one of the best things you can drink pre-alcohol consumption. But it's if you're drinking moderately and responsibly. So just look it up. It's not cheap either. So we're huge fans of it as responsible drinkers now that we're in our late 20s. But 
I'm just going to leave that there if you wanted to look into it as a potential. Again, it's just pricey. So I personally don't know how much I would have been buying if I was in college. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I think when I look back on both of us, we had a very classic college experience when it came to alcohol. Mm -hmm. I think that we never had a problem with it, meaning like we never had any sort of addiction. Right. We are both very anti-drug. So we never really got ourselves into like bad situations we never did a drug we never were wondering yeah and we we didn't um you know we weren't like mom would be proud yeah and like we just like we weren't really experimenting in a in a sense of like Like we never did adderall we never did cocaine like we had friends who were doing it and jill and i were just always like hey i'm totally good with the i can get drunk and be fun and have a good time without having to add anything else that's just like taxing on my body and i it's a weird thing to try to explain to people without the context of actually being there because were there nights that we were way too drunk? Right. Yeah. Right. But I don't want to, like, I don't want to encourage this crazy party life, but like, did we live it in moderation? Yeah. I also had to go sober every spring because we had a dry season for softball which basically means like you're not allowed to drink. Crazy. So I really only drank in the fall and in January of colleges, which I think actually kind of helped. Mm-hmm. But then also summertime hit and all I wanted to do was drink and party. Right. So it's just a weird thing because I want k- people, kids to have the college experience. And I just hope you do it in a, s- a re- relatively safe way. Wild wellness. Mm-hmm. Having a good time, but also taking care of yourself in the best way you can. It's not that you can't have a good time. It's that you also need to prioritize how you feel in your health because Jill and I were pretty not well off after we college because we didn't take our care of ourselves in the way we thought, yeah. especially when it came to stress and sleep. I didn't even add in movement, but like you were, that doesn't even, I mean, you were getting too much movement if we're being honest, being yeah. a collegiate athlete. And I did make sure, I mean, you're walking a lot when you're in college, right? You're walking to class. You maybe have a car, you don't, or you don't use it as much. I definitely went to the gym too, but it's just creating that balanced approach that we think is so important. And my last thing is just to make sure you're supporting your liver. Anyone can benefit from it these days, but especially if you're in college and your liver's being taxed by things you're putting in your body or stress or whatever it is. I really like the tincture from Organic Olivia. I think it's called Liver... Liver Love? No, that's Liver Love oh. is from MSW Lounge, which we also love. And we'll link it in our bio, in the... I keep wanting to say bio. We're going to link it in the show notes. We're going to have the whole write-up in the show notes. And we're going to post a couple things on TikTok and Instagram that are going to be good resources too. But just adding a couple herbs that are going to support your liver either every day or, you know, every other day critical. Again, we'll put these in the show notes, but Jill and I just wanted to have this chat with you guys because I really think we made some mistakes and we had some like what we explained wishes that we would have done that we didn't. And again, if Jill didn't have as much stress in her life or that she put on herself, I don't think your gut issues would have been as bad. And if I just took care of myself a little bit more, I don't think my gut issues. And we didn't even talk about our lethal anxiety. I was on meds during that time too. So like That's a whole nother topic that we've also talked about before. We were just a little bit of train wrecks while we were also 
I personally was having the time of my life. But if I look back, I would have loved to live with a little less anxiety and a little less gut issues. And I think you would have loved to live with a little, with a lot less gut issues. Yeah, I would have loved to have fueled my body better. I would have loved to have understood that I need to regulate my nervous system You would have loved to not be puking every single day. I would have loved to have puked a thousand less times in college than I did. Which is like very serious matter. Like I know Jill and I, we joke about it. It was absolute hell for you. No, it was. And I I hate a lot of it too, because I was embarrassed because these things weren't talked about. And I think that's like a whole nother thing. I just, I wouldn't take back my, the amount that I drank. I wouldn't take back the late nights that I stayed up doing God knows what quite Mm -hmm. often. I would have just tried to, yeah, balance it out with wild wellness a little bit more than I did. But I think That's why a huge part of the reason why we started this platform and this podcast is to hopefully help others not have to go through some of the Mm -hmm. hoops and hurdles that we had to because of the situation we marched ourselves, quite frankly, right into. Amen. Let's just end that right there. Right. Yeah. All right. The cat the cat drugged Jenna back in and we marched ourselves into our situation. Yes, we freaking lots did. Of, lots of dragging and marching today. <laughs> and if you want more resources or want a follow-up or want to understand more, just DM us on Instagram. That's the best place to reach us. And we will just continue to provide resources and take some tips from us. But we hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, if you enjoy it, please rate it five stars. Really helps us out. And subscribe to our podcast again if you want to hear more. We'll be posting episodes every single week. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.